Welcome to the Authentic Life Podcast. I am your host, Selena Borns, founder of the Authentic Life Academy. Each week, we provide you with strategies, tips, and encouragement about pursuing life's passions, embodying the confident version of yourself, and overcoming obstacles to living authentically so you can attract success and be the boss in all areas of your life. Hello, everyone. Selena Bourne's here. Thank you for joining us. Today, my guest is Dr. Carla Michelle. Dr. Carla is a high-performance coach with a psychotherapy background. She is a mother of four. She has two girls and two boys, and she completed her bachelor's, master's, and PhD after her marriage of 14 years ended in divorce. She started the Dr. Carla Inc. Coaching and Consulting Services and the Strong Women's Network podcast. She is currently completing the Strong Woman's Playbook, which is a book that cultivates, strengthens, and propels women into their desired purpose. Welcome, Dr. Carla. Thank you for taking so much time out of your busy schedule to be with us here today. Oh, it is truly my pleasure. Honestly, truly my pleasure. (laughs) Truly. Okay, so now I understand that you are a high-performance coach. Can you please explain to our listeners exactly what that is? I like to I like to coach crazy people, basically. <laughs> Those who just, as you see, if I if I finished a bachelor or a master's and a PhD um, in my in my uh, golden years, um, I am in the five O club. And uh, it's it's so I understand that personality type, and that's why high performing individuals, male and females, I have both clients that seem to need to have harmony in their lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, not seem to need to because you could be so focused and so geared to accomplishments that you miss the other sides of life that are needed to have a whole life lived. So whether it's that's relationships or communicating with your staff, um, emotional intelligence, um, how your leadership skills, uh, communication styles, it could be, um, it, it also can be, you want to level up and you want to promote, or you want to do some great things, but yet you seem, uh, stalled. So it's, I am an executive coach If you want to put it that way, most people will know that as an executive coach. I do coach executives. I do coach entrepreneurs. um, And I also coach those, you know, who are just starting out. Okay. Okay. So as a high performance coach, the way you explained it, you help people gain satisfaction on the job and in life. So how do you encourage people to stay true to themselves in the corporate world? Well, one thing I like to do, uh, my master's is in marriage and family therapy. So I like to sneak that in. I don't really sneak it, but I I do do some, (laughs) we kind of take you back and see what's hindering you. You know, we also know therapists always go back to the childhood. Well, yes, I am guilty of that. And I do visit, revisit to see, um, I had one particular client in, in particular who's, um, goal is huge but yet uh her client reminded her of her mother and the way that she was going to get the two million is what's her goal was not having clients that reminded her of her mother 
and we had to go through that and see it's like what's holding you back and why are you so connected to that and we worked through it and it was it was a memory of holding true to uh, helping the struggle that she was raised in but yet the struggle that she was raised in was hindering her from going to that next level. Did I answer your question? (laughs) Yes, exactly, exactly. Because what I do with the Authentic Life Academy is talk to women about those limiting beliefs and, and how things like that, like what you're talking about, how so much of your past, how you have to go back and actually deal with those things in order to move forward, not only in your present, but in the future. A lot of people don't realize that they're holding on to a lot of past anger, a lot of past hurt, a lot of past misconceptions, and it's just keeping them from moving forward. So, I mean, that's pretty awesome that you incorporate that into your your corporate clientele. And that's why I'd rather be called, you know, I mean, I could go ahead and become a licensed therapist. It's not a goal because coaches are more approachable or more, um, you don't feel like you're laying down on a bed or a a chair and, you know, pouring out your gut. So it's more comfortable because we're talking business or we're talking goals or we're talking. So it's like, oh, this could be hindering your goals. Oh, okay. It's not just, oh, I need to prescribe you some medicine so that (laughs) you could get over this depression. We're finding out why all this is happening and maybe hindering you. Uh, I also have another client who is everywhere um, doing all things. And, you know, we got to discover why, why are you not okay with Mm -hmm. just you? Right. Those are those things that are important. So you can live a long life, not just a better life in the sense of making more money, but a long life, the stress and the, and the depression and the trying to the people pleasing. We have to get that right. Exactly. Definitely. You're keeping you, you're holding yourself back. You're keeping you from moving forward. Definitely. Now, I recently saw one of your Monday minutes that you like to do on Instagram, and you were talking about giving up control. Oh my goodness. This is so critical to achieving inner peace. And Mm. you know, that's something that you work with your clients as well. A lot of us are control freaks. I, I can be guilty of that, but personally, To squash mine, um, I started practicing making fewer decisions, meaning that I suppress my urge to be the one directing all the traffic, like you said. So please provide our listeners with some some tips on how to curb the desire to be in control all the time and to take some time and, you know, and at the same time, you know, not necessarily being in control, but at the same time being true to yourself if that mm-hmm. control freak bug is inside of you. Because, you know, a lot of people will say, well, that's just the way I am, mm-hmm. you know, and that's being true to me. But talk to, talk about how being a control freak can hinder you. Oh, my gosh. Well, one, it depends on your role, especially if you're uh, any type of leader and you have people working with you or under you. Control freak is a micromanager and usually your team is not happy to work with you or not happy to come to work or not happy to be on a Zoom call. Whatever it is, you are a terror to them. Please listen. Uh, Allow yourself to sit back. No control, I have to go back to, is really based on fear. Fear, something Mm -hmm. in us is fearful, so we want to control it. Whether it's in the office in a relationship with our children, yes. with anything, you know, it's because, and we're, and we're taught that uh, growing up with our parents or whoever raised us right. is that fear thing, you know, especially in this environment. Now, if you are uh, of color, 
you are fearful of your sons or your daughters or yourself, you know, mm-hmm. and that fear, you know, you want to keep your kid inside and things happen. So it's a, not to go in there because that's a whole nother podcast. Well, but. you know, not to interrupt you, but that's true because I remember when, because I have a fear of flying, right? Mm. For the most part, a fear of, of heights. And I remember talking to someone and they said, you must be somewhat of a control freak. I was like, why do you say that? They said, because flying is something you can't control, you know? And I'm like, you know what? That's true. And I, the fear of that is is not having that control of being the one in control of flying a plane or driving the car or yeah. anything like that, you know, and that causes you to to sort of overdo it and be be over overcompensate, right? Overcompensate and actually steal away from your enjoyment in life. Because right. if I offered you a flight to whatever island right now and your answer is no look what you're missing out on. You're so focused on controlling something, you know, something you can't control. The end result is some beauty and some relaxation and service. I mean, all expense paid, girl, you can just go for it. (laughs) And you would tell me no. Well, look, I got over that because (laughs) years ago we went to Hawaii. It was always on my bucket list and flying from Texas to Hawaii was like eight, nine hours. And so I sort of got over that a little bit. And then also in the same trip, we took a helicopter ride over the volcanoes. And so that whole fear of heights and flying and stuff, I I had to really sit in that (laughs) and have my my meditation moments. And that's key. You sat in it. And if you ask me, how would I help someone who to let go of control is to sit in it and to ask you and to feel it. Because when you feel it, you find out it's not that bad. It is the fear itself that you feared. It's not the actual result or the actual action. So ask yourself why you're fearing. Go back, do some work, contact someone who can, you know, talk to a friend. It doesn't have to be a professional and figure out why am I, why am I so controlling and what does it really stem from? Once you figure out what it stems from, it may take you a while, but slowly, just a little chunk at a time, just release control, loosen that grip and allow the world to function in a way that brings so much goodness in your life and so much more benefits than you could ever imagine than being tense in a corner by yourself in the dark because of things that hinder you from living a full life. Exactly. And then also you'll experience less stress as well. Less stress. So it's control freaks that, um, you know, control freaks have high anxiety, very stress, high blood pressure, headaches, migraines. It's it's just arthritis. Your body talks. Right. There's a book called Your Body Keeps Score. I believe I'm saying it right. I think I have it here, but (laughs) your body keeps score. (laughs) And it talks about how our bodies talk to us, these rashes eczema, all these things that it's just talking to us. And we think, oh, it's hereditary. Yeah, it could be, but it's hereditary. Also control features in your family or whatever is going on that you can work at releasing all that. Right. right. Definitely. Okay. So now we had a discussion about the similarities in our personal lives regarding marriages and divorce. Yes. You know, I, I was married the first time for 10 years, you know, which resulted in three wonderful children. And in my book, All That Glitters from Selfishness and Despair to Restoration, I talk about the guilt and fear I carried with me for so many years surrounding my divorce. 
And, you know, writing my book was a catalyst to self-reflection and self-forgiveness. It made me acknowledge the fear and the pain surrounding that event and to accept the mistakes and just let them go. So, you know, we all have that inner critic that's constantly Mm -hmm. feeding us that negativity. So what strategies can you offer to help us transform that inner critic into our own personal cheerleader? Mm. Well, that's where my book came from, uh, Strong Woman's Playbook. And strong stands for strategic, talented, resilient, optimistic, necessary. And with all those, you could go global, whether it's your world or the whole world, right? So I had realized I had to be very strategic about how I was going to get past 14 years, four kids, not past, but how was I going to use what I learned? I had the very, my ex, we're friends, but he said the very most rude comment to me. He says, the only reason you're doing so well is because I made you strong. Wow. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Bam, bam. You know, so I was like... At first I was offended, you know, like, really? But then when I think about it, true. There's things in our relationship, 14 years, that called me to be strong. Um, I used to do a thing called Woman of Substance, and it was a newsletter that I started with. And that was my way of venting. It was like my journal that I would share with family. But I had stories behind it and da-da-da-da-da to help others. And uh, from that, I created a magazine. It just goes on from there. Some great stuff. But that was it. I had to have a strategy to get out of it. It wasn't just going to happen. Right. It, I had to use what I've learned, all my hurt. I had to sit in it, like you that mm-hmm. you use that term, and really feel the pain. There was a lot of crying nights, a lot of crying days, a lot of fear. I didn't. Uh, I was a stay-at-home mom for ten years. I didn't know how to, you know, trust wow. myself again. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You were a stay-at-home mom for ten. No wonder after the divorce you got out there <laughs> and you did all of that education. I was like, how in the world? Yeah, now it makes sense. <laughs> I was a stay-at-home by choice, and uh, I called it a domestic goddess. That wasn't our taxes, domestic goddess. And I did have four kids in that in that time frame uh but yeah i had to figure it out i had to put my big girl panties on as uh one of my aunts would tell me who was walking me through this process my big girl panties on and really grab the bull by the horn and scared yes fearful yes all of the above the doorbell ring i think because i didn't pay a bill but i knew i paid a bill it was just crazy it was i was (laughs) messed up uh, had some counseling, thank God, through marriage, my uh, master's, you're required to put 100 hours in of have counseling for yourself, which oh, okay. was good. So that helped me work through a lot of the fear and that I didn't have as much, maybe there was a little guilt, but for my kids sake, but my goal was stability for my children. And so mm-hmm. that was finding a job, getting health insurance, doing the things. And then once I put my mind to it, God just kept opening doors and it was just more and more and more and more. So it was a lot of it was a lot of mindset work. Oh, oh yes, thank you for reminding me. Yes, very yeah. mindset. I um, literally created a affirmation book. I went to the dollar store and got a picture, one of those plastic flip uh, picture holders, four yeah. by six, and yes. I put um, index cards in there, writing affirmations about who I was and what I can do, and I. I'm Bible based. So I have scriptures. I'm more than a conqueror. I am the head and I'm not the tail. I used to read that like three times a day, just like 
clockwork and just building myself up to just stand the day. Right. Not not the month, just that day. <laughs> the day. And to come back and cook for the kids and, and get them together and start all over again the next day. I went to school like that. I went to school at night. I went to, you know, I was online and going in. I was doing it all. And that was just how my mindset had to change. And I became a beast with it. I right. feel. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> but it works. Yeah, and that's something that a lot of women, especially, don't fully understand is that you do have to do that work with yourself and and do that mindset work. And people hear affirmations all the time. And I said on a previous podcast that when my coach gave me this list of a hundred affirmations and say, pick the ones that resonate with you, I rolled my eyes and I was like, I'm not going to do that. (laughs) But, you know, once I started doing it, you really do start seeing the changes in your life because, you know, what you put into your own head, you know, reflects back out. And I found myself being calmer. I found myself being um, more understanding when it came to dealing with my children, you know, my husband, you know, so all of that really works. And I'm glad that that you brought that up. I like that idea, though, with the, the picture book. Yeah, I still have it to this date. Uh, It's probably 15 years later. I still have it and I go through it. I also created a book for my kids, for them, and I used to read it to them before they went to bed. But you said something and I wanted to, uh, oh, there is an app if you don't want to create a book. It's called Think Up. And what it does is gives you a recording. If I don't know if you heard of this app, mm-hmm. and it's yeah. free, and you yeah. record your affirmations. So right. that's another way for the technique technical people. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And I like that you also did it for your children. When my children were were younger, I would get the little sticky notes in different shapes, and I would write affirmations on there and put it on their mirrors every morning and for them to read. And at first I was like, oh, they're not paying attention to it. But, you know, months would go by and I would go up there and they would still have all these sticky notes all over their mirrors. I was like, okay, okay. So, you know, they were also paying attention to it. Now, when we talked earlier, we were talking about being your authentic self and being true to you. And I remember you saying, those are two different things. What do you mean by that? (laughs) So I would like for you to sort of expound on your your definition and, and how you see it as far as someone being their authentic self and then also being true to themselves. So when you said it, it did it grabbed me because I never thought of it that way before, but some for some reason I did that day. So authentic <laughs> I did. I was like, what do you mean? Because so many ways. So okay, authentic is um I'm going to talk about true to yourself. True to yourself to me is an, is an everyday thing. It's an everyday operation is when I wake up this morning, I have, how am I true to myself in what needs to happen? What do I want in my life? Being married or in a relationship and kid, what's true to me? What's right. true for me for that day? That's how I saw it. And then authentic was just the whole like authenticity it's not just something I'm working on. It's something I am. And mm-hmm. it's like the true to myself is getting there. The authenticity is the actual. Mm, the, 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 <laughs> yeah, 
there. there you go. Help me out. Being there. Yeah. And sitting so, in it. Yeah, that, exactly. And so that's yeah. how I felt. That's why I saw the difference is someone is ownership and then one is the process. That's how I saw it when you said it. I love that. I love that. That is straight off the cuff. <laughs> no, I <laughs> love that. I love that. You know what? I'm going to have to use that. You can use it. We'll use it together. It's a it's we'll Selena Carla it thing. <laughs> Selena Carr. Right. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. One is the process and one is the, what did you say again? Uh, it's the, uh, oh gosh, we got to rewind. No, <laughs> the process and one is the actual being. As right. you said, it's the being, because when you're off, when you, oh God, you know, do you hear anyone says being authentic is I'm, oh, sorry. That's my thing. <laughs> it's, um, it's under just being, it's just that person. I think who you've created to be is that authentic person. Right. right. And being true to you is just definitely getting there. It's just getting there. It's a daily, daily walk. Okay. So here's another question um, about that, because typically when you ask someone, what does living your best authentic life mean to you? They'll come back and say, well, being true to you, being true to myself. So now what does living your best authentic life mean to you, Dr. Carla? Well, to me, my best authentic life is really reaching, is is every day there is a knowledge of who I am. There is a knowledge of what I can conquer. There is a knowledge of the, how I've been empowered. There is the knowledge of, of just the possibilities are unlimited. That's me being my knowledge of that is me being authentic. My authentic self is when the process of being and getting there, being true to that is how my days show up because we can understand how we're empowered and how we've been created and what we can accomplish, but yet we don't live our days like that. Exactly. Exactly. So that's why I can see the separation of, oh, I know who you are. I can see it. I can see how powerful you are. I can see the light that you carry. I can see the impact that you have. Now, every day, (laughs) (laughs) it can be a little bit of a struggle. (laughs) Yeah. But my authentic self is power. My authentic self is when I walk in a room, you know, I've shown up, not conceited, not because of the clothes I have on, not because the shoes as we women like are wearing. It's because of just, I'm just knowing and being where we go with that being. Right. Right. What I do every day to get that, get that being to really be is, is what happens. Awesome. Awesome. Great. All right. So. Are there any other tips and strategies that you would like to share with our listeners? Uh, you know, I would. Um, I I would love to, if I can encourage this, I would love to encourage us to put our blinders on and really stay focused. If not, fo- if we're not focused, get a focus on what you are to accomplish in this world. It's so, there's a lot of distractions, vital and very important things are happening. So I'm I'm not displacing them, but there's so much going on. If you are not, do your part and then also remember what your other parts are to impact this world and make a difference. Because a lot of the smoke and the fog and the 
like I said, it's powerful. I'm not displacing that. Right. But we got to make sure that we're still going and we're exactly. still we're still moving forward and we're still impacting the world. Exactly. And you had mentioned in one of your uh, I think it was one of your Monday minutes about caring for others as well. Yes. And, and how important that is and and how yes. it plays a part in your own well-being. Oh, yes. Because I think that was a recent one of uh, how, what to do, how to, how to handle the struggle and the striving. Yes. And when you're striving and you're struggling, it still should, especially it was focused on the striver that when you are doing well, remember others and to impact others and to bring others up and to make right. a difference in someone else's life. Yes, exactly. totally, totally necessary. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us now. Please let our listeners know how they can reach you, what services you offer, and if you have any any specials or anything that you're doing right now. You can reach me. Uh, I am on Instagram. That's where you see me the most. Um, and you will see me in all kinds of fashions. You'll see me dressed up and you'll see me working out and you'll see me with glasses and no makeup. I am. I am me. Um, <laughs> that's Instagram at Miss Carla Michelle, M-S-C-A-R-L-A-M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E. I'm on uh, Facebook as Carla Michelle. I do have a private Facebook group called the Strong Women's Network. You can also um, ask to join. And I am on LinkedIn as Carla Michelle. I would love to connect. And also uh, have drcarlainc.com, D-A-R-C-A-R-L-A-I-N-C.com is up, but I'm about to switch. We're in the making of, of switching up my website. The mm-hmm. other one is still active, but it's it's the other one's coming. It's, it's really cool. And I'm really excited about that. So check it out, but we'll switch it over and you'll see the change. I also wanted to offer... I have a high performance workbook. It's a PDF that I can send to any of your listeners. It's how to, let me read it because it's a long thing. Find your winning, find your winning routine for a better day. And it goes through some questions and it prompts you. And then also gives you, you write down your action items of how you're going to make some changes. So I love this. You can also DM me on Instagram or you can email me at drcarlainc at gmail.com. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you again, Dr. Carla, for joining us today. And I'd like to thank you all for listening to the Authentic Life Podcast. Thank you so very much for listening. And if you enjoyed the Authentic Life Podcast, please subscribe. To learn more about how you can be a part of our Authentic Life community, go to www.ladiescircleofsuccess.com. And you can also find us on Facebook at Ladies Circle of Success. I'm your host, Selena Borns, and as always, remember to live your best authentic life because no one can do it better than you.